This is Health Matters with Robin Louise, sponsored by Michigan Primary Care Partners on WBRN. Health Matters is a paid program which does not reflect the opinions of the management of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network. And now, here's Robin Louise. And we're back with segment three. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about health and how health is related to things like nutrition, sleep. And you wouldn't think it, but being happy can really make you healthier. That don't worry, be happy is more than just a catchy tune. It actually translates to a variety of effects on a person's health. Physically and mentally, being happy is good for your health. Uh, It lowers your risk for cardiovascular disease, lowers your blood pressure, helps you sleep better, improves your diet, helps you maintain a normal body weight through regular exercise and reduces stress. So that's pretty amazing. When you say, don't worry, be happy, that's powerful. So are we going to sing a verse of it now? Here's no. a little <laughs> song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. Actually, there's a new survey that asks people what could happen that would make them instantly feel happier. And they gave the top 10 answers. And number 10 is having perfect summer weather hmm. would make people happier. See, I don't think you can... I think setting your mood by the weather is a yeah. tough thing because you never you you can't. You someone said can't the other night you can't predict the weather. You can't. <laughs> you can't control the weather. That's true. And so you you're doing that and you're setting yourself up for yeah. a you know a bad day if that's what you're looking for. You got to be able to find a way to be happy. Internal even when it's, happiness. Yeah, when yeah. it's gray and rainy out. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting something for free that makes you happy. Sleeping through the whole night. Then that yeah. does, because we were talking about sleep earlier and saying that, you know, a, f- a full night's sleep will make you healthier and happier. That's pretty impossible. Yeah. Getting a bonus at work. Hang on a second. We've got to say that a little bit louder. <laughs> Getting a bonus at work. Uh-huh. Uh, winning a new car. Well, of course, <laughs> that would make you happy. Uh, longer summer. Uh, going to the beach and not seeing trash all over the place. Hmm. Well, yeah, you wouldn't want to go to a beach where there's trash no. all over. Um, either that or you could just build a lake at the dump, you know, <laughs> if that's what you were looking for. That wouldn't make you happy. No. Finding a random $5 bill in your pocket. And that's pretty good. Like if you've gone to a wedding or something like that and you wore a suit or something and you get it out years or even a winter coat mm-hmm. and you get it out because it's starting to get colder out and you reach in and there's a $5 or $10 in there. You go, wow, found money. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, number two, going on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. If you go on vacation somewhere, that always makes you happy. Hopefully you got a lot of coats with $5 in them. <laughs> And then the number one, I agree with totally. It's a new survey found out what could make you instantly feel happier, winning the lottery. Yeah. Winning yeah. the lottery. Because that could cover all kinds of ills that you might have. Uh, and, but happiness, you shouldn't have to have a list of 10 things that have to happen to make you happy. Yeah. But there are a lot of reasons why some states have happier pe- people than others. Well, and when you think about that list that I just told weather. you, the weather and stuff like that, because if you look at this list that I have now, Wallet Hub just released its annual rankings of the happiest and least 
happy states in America, and Hawaii is number one. No big surprise. Well, of course, because it smells like pineapple and coconut, (laughs) and it's sunny. So, yeah, why wouldn't you like that? They looked at uh, 31 different factors, and I don't think the scent of coconut and pineapple had anything to do with it. Though it could. It might. Uh, They looked at hours like hours worked, income, uh, commute times, life expectancy, depression Mm -hmm. rates, how much sleep people get. They're sleep again. Sleep is always jumping up there. And how nice the weather is. And the 10 happiest states are, I told you Hawaii was number one again, then Utah. Hmm. Really? It's beautiful. And they have the Osmonds. (laughs) Uh, Minnesota. California, New Jersey, Idaho, Massachusetts, and Maryland, Nebraska, and Connecticut. Okay. Those are the happiest states. All right. The least happy, West Virginia is the least happy. Can't understand that because they have ham. You would think people, if they have ham, the West Virginia hams, they would be okay. But no, West Virginia was the least happy state again, followed by Arkansas, Alaska, well, that's understandable. Mississippi, Louisiana, Kentucky, Alabama, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, <laughs> where the green grass grows. Can't and get that song right, can you? Tennessee and Missouri. Okay. Uh, and I think Michigan's probably in the middle because a lot of these surveys you find our state just right smack in the middle. That's right. Well, it's because we're in the Midwest. Yes. And so everything, we just come out in the middle on these polls. People in South Dakota get the most sleep. Hmm. And New York has the lowest suicide rate. Utah has the best work hours. North Dakota had the best income growth over the last year. And the safest state overall, what would you think would be? The safest state? Mm. The safest state overall out of all the states. Montana. Minnesota. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So... There you are. Those are the happy states, the unhappy states, and what can make you happier? Winning the lottery. So if you win the lottery and move to Minnesota... You are one happy person. And listen to the Osmonds. That could take Utah with you a little bit and eat coconut and pineapple. think that would make you happy. Well, happiness, obviously it's important and and people have different feelings uh, you know, some pr- people can be happy with one thing and another person wouldn't be happy at all. Mm-hmm. But you have to find that thing that makes you happy. And you really do need to do that because it's so important to your health. In fact, the Greater Good Science Center has six specific ways that happiness has been linked to actual good health. Uh, surveys show that happiness protects your heart lowers your heart rate and blood pressure. A study showed that happiness was rated over 30 times in one day and then again three years later. And if you were happy, that group of people had a lower heart rate, lower blood pressure. It strengthens your immune system, you know, so grumpy people tend to be sick more often. (laughs) There is a definite link according to research, between happiness and a stronger immune system. Mm, Who was sick more than who last year? Mm. (laughs) But who was grumpier? Uh, Happiness (laughs) happiness combats stress. And we all know that stress can lead to physical problems, too. Happiness tempers the effects of biological changes in our hormones and blood pressure and 
that reduces stress, makes you happy. Happy makes you, it, it's that big circle that keeps going around. If you're happy and, and you, you know, know it, it clap, clap your, hands. your hands, you're not stressed. Happy people have fewer aches and pains. That's another study in 2001. They asked people to rate their recent experience of positive emotions, and then they determined how much pain they were in. And across the board, those happy people were in less pain. Happiness combats disease and disability, and it lengthens our lives. They did a study of a group of Catholic nuns, and they studied their writings for expressions of feelings like amusement, contentment, gratitude, love. In the end, the happiest-seeming nuns lived a whopping 7 to 10 years longer than the least happy. Wow. So that's how important it is to be happy. And you think happy, whether that's a silly thing, you know. It's not. It's very important to your health. And your doctor will probably tell you that, too. Yeah, and we're going back to sleep if, I mean, sleep is the number one thing that comes up here. It says that, it, which would you say yes to first? And the questions are $10,000. Yes. Everybody would say yes. Yeah. Uh, spending time outdoors, a full night's sleep, or a full night's sleep on a bed of $10,000. That's what it asks for. And the answer is C, a full night's sleep. And that's what we've been talking about here, that the full night's sleep seems to be what everybody and that's the reason there's so many different you know supplements and things like that for helping you sleep melatonin and is a big one you know people sometimes uh some people still drink a warm glass of milk or something before bed yeah as long as it's hot cocoa then i'm in there with you now we we have talked about it before in in the sleep segment but obviously some of these things are important to be checked on because you want to make sure that whatever's going on with your sleep isn't related to something else going on with your health. And so you need to check in with your doctor and tell your physician all about your symptoms, what your sleep problems are, and that way you know that you don't have to deal with something else before you handle your sleep. And by the way, I think I said on an earlier segment to take a walk outdoors, to go outside. I think that's it. And it says that spending time outdoors inches up good feelings, but not nearly as much as sleep does. Yeah, I love to sleep. I guess if you sleep outdoors, you know, maybe... Wow, look how happy you could be. (laughs) And uh, on a typical day off, you tend to socialize for A, less than four hours, four hours, B, four to six hours, or C, seven hours or more. Who has that much time? The happiest answer is C. How? Yeah. Get everyone together. Working people who spent seven or more hours the previous day with friends or family have the highest happiness of uh, to stress ratios. So they get they, you get happier. Obviously, if you're spending time with people, get out and do that. <laughs> Presumably, these people didn't talk politics with their family. Yeah, I don't know how much happiness comes from that <laughs> unless you're with like-minded people, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, so, I don't know. Happiness is so important to your health, and that's just another piece to the health puzzle. Yeah. And they say, what is your preferred status single or being with somebody does that have something to do with being happy yep the happiest answer is b and that's being partnered up you want to be partnered up be uh, breaking free from an ugly relationship feels good but you might not want to stay partner free 
Coupled up types are happier than singles, according to a recent study in Canada. Hmm. So there. Uh, they also say, how old are you? Okay, so nobody wants to answer that. Right. Nobody ever wants to answer that. So they'd say, just give us your range. So what's the happiest age the range? The happiest range is 65 plus. Hmm. Well, you've talked about that before, where you just kind of reach the point where uh, you've learned a lot. You've dealt with people, and you just kind of know what you want from life, and you go out and do it. I'm not 65 No, plus. I'm just saying you've talked. <laughs> what are you saying? You've talked about groups of people and how they seem to be content with their life, and a lot of times you reach a point in your life where you feel like, okay, I know what I want from life. I've learned this. Well, and that's basically what this is saying. It's just not that there's anything you can do about your age, right. you know, obviously. But uh, national statistics found that there were more happy people ages 65 to 84 in uh, other age groups. So you can be happy now and know that it gets better. Yeah, that is. So just that that's the main thing is just uh, keep keep getting better. Keep on keeping on, as they say. Yeah. Speaking of younger people and how they cope with things, uh, the millennials, you'd seem to think, well, you know, they should be pretty, pretty happy with their lives. They say that millennial drinking is way up. That's fairly surprising. The average millennial is uh, drank 24 drinks a month in 2013. Six years later, that average up to 29 drinks a month. That their parents bought. <laughs> and one industry expert says it could be because millennials are parents now. And all of a sudden they went, wow, this is stressful. And they're <laughs> well, then drink- it is time to drink. <laughs> they're drinking more <laughs> yeah. because it's stressful. So, you know, it, it's all how you deal with stress, all how you make yourself happier. And you have to find positive ways to do it, not negative ways like having an extra drink or two. Right. And not wanting to get sick. Uh so because winter is just around the corner yeah. so we're going to talk about winter coming up and when you have a mild cold this is the questions it asks do you go to bed the kitchen or the yoga mat and the answer is the yoga mat really yeah but as, as long as your symptoms are above the neck and you don't have a fever mild exercise on your own mat right don't be using oh, a mat man. you know and you uh, spread germs and to in your own and home others. thank you mm-hmm. Uh, the, you can, they can help you open your nasal passages, temporarily relieve congestion. Okay. So that's what uh, yoga can help you with. <laughs> and uh, you, the healthiest thing to do at a ski hill is sit by the fire in the ski lodge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be it for me. That's what it says. It says the answer is B, relax next to the fire. It can, it can get... Now, listen to this, sitting next to the fire, and I don't know if this is just in a ski hill or what, but sitting by a fire can decrease blood pressure, according to the University of Alabama researchers. Really? Yep. Who knew that? I know. And the best way to warm up if you feel numbness due to mild frostbite is with a fireplace, a warm bath, or a foot massage, it's a warm bath. A warm bath, not a hot bath. Right. But you get in there and soak in the warmish bath, 99 to 104 degrees is about where they say to soak in there. So you're, you know, getting warmer, but you hopefully you don't get frostbite. That's why you, you don't want that. Trust me. And it's, uh, you know, they've, they've got a couple of different things to do when you're in for the winter mm-hmm. to stay uh, 
healthy and wealthy and wise throughout the winter. Um, the best thing to cover when you're sleeping on a cold night mm -hmm. is your feet. Your feet. At night, blood vessels in your extremities uh, dilate, and uh, that part of you getting ready to sleep. That's why they say a lot of people that wear socks. To, I, I, I can't, can't be able that. to do that. But say if you wear socks, it helps your body to get its nighttime state faster, and you'll fall asleep faster. Didn't they say you lose more heat out of the top of your head? I mean, is that is That's that why they used outside. to wear nightcaps? <laughs> maybe, maybe. We didn't wear nightcaps. We drank them. <laughs> Once again, that's not necessarily the healthiest way to be happy. But that wasn't when we were millennials. We did that last week. <laughs> well, look at this. We've come to the end of our program. <laughs> well, hopefully we've given you some, some happy thoughts, some sleep thoughts, some nutrition thoughts, and we're just going to continue with that. And we'll also check in with our experts like Dr. Singh to get you more medical facts to throw into. Yep, and we'll uh, try and, and have a well, healthy, happy time mm -hmm. is what we'll do until the next time. We're together right here on WBRN. <laughs>